Welcome to the Inspired Purpose Podcast. We rise by lifting others. A place to learn, share, and grow with me, Penelope Jones, a certified holistic nutritionist. Me, Tara LaPera, an expert self-love and success coach. And me, Amy Broccoli, a competitive Olympic weightlifter, gym owner, and daily habits coach. This is a place to hear stories of faith, breakthroughs, love, and positivity. Where women can come and share their stories to inspire us all. Okay, guys, today we have joining us Lisa Kara. She is the owner of In Balance Pilates. She's a best-selling author, Pilates, Hi-Yo, and bar instructor in Ottawa, Ontario. Um, she actually specializes in offering online support for those with persistent post-concussion symptoms. We're going to find out so much more about what she's got going on now, how she um, figured out that you know she was here to help people. And first, let's get caught up in everything that's going on with us. My goodness. How is Arizona, Miss Tara? Arizona is good. I feel like we're kind of starting to fall into, you know, our routine with the kids in school um, and meeting neighbors. I think that was our most important thing because every neighborhood that I've ever lived in, you know, being a mom, I think having the neighbors and having, you know, the people that are surrounded locally around you was so important. If you need somebody or if vice versa, they need something and to know that you have somebody there. Uh, we actually have three little girls that live across the street, and they've been over here in the house playing with the kids, which just makes my heart smile. Um, I know we're still doing precautions and safety and all that stuff with COVID. Um, but then, you know, meeting some of the other, you know, married couples in the area, if God forbid they're like, Mark needs a tool or needs something, we've met them. We're doing our routine walks all the time. And I feel like it is starting to feel um, kind of normal. Because I'm not going to lie, I felt like I was in a different, a different zone, you know, mm-hmm. and knowing that, yeah, I'm on autopilot and being mom and running a business and being a wife. But when you're like, oh my God, I can't just hop in a car and go see someone. I can't just, you know, you feel kind of in your own little world. And, and I still do. And I have my best friend of 30 years, 30 minutes down the road for me but it still is different. So I'm trying to get this different norm into a normal routine, if that makes sense. I've had some, and I'm not saying that I didn't want this move, you know, I'm excited for this move and I'm that type of person that can do anything and kind of shift your mind and say, yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. You know, cause we live once and I love journeys and I love all that, but in the back of my mind, yeah, I was terrified and scared. I still am, but I am soaking it all in and I'm taking all the good, but I will say that guys, I have had some of the worst anxiety and depression moments in these past few months. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Moving is so hard. Moving across the country is even harder. I've done it it yeah. almost broke me. So I get it. Like it's but I'm it, going uphill. And that's and okay. Crazy. It's okay for it yeah, to be hard. Like, okay. you know what I mean? But and and then look at what I found here. So you, you know, oh. like I was actually just thinking that the other day. I was like, wow, I was so angry. I was living in New Jersey and I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I get it now. Haha. <laughs> Probably old Mark, yeah. My heart. Girl, mm-hmm. Jersey is like no other. Honestly, you know. People say Jersey, oh, it's just Jersey, but no, there is such a huge part of my life that was built in Jersey and it will forever have a, a piece of my heart. And I'm, I get excited to know when I can come back and visit, 
but I'm telling you, God has placed us here for a reason. Absolutely. I don't know what these reasons are yet. I firmly believe it in my heart. And I know that things are going to be coming my way and meeting the right people. And I'm putting myself out there now. I was kind of staying away. I wasn't really going on social media and all that because I was, I was in my head, you know, but I'm telling you right now, I'm on the uphill. I'm feeling and starting to feel amazing about all of this. Um, but I don't keep it to myself. I share that what I'm going through because it's important because you yep. don't ever know what somebody is, you know, truly feeling. Yeah. And yep. I just know that I had to go through these moments to be where I am. And then it's just going to get better. So we'll that's right. evolving. Your story of Arizona will just keep unfolding. You know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I have been, I wrapped up the mini reset. It was incredible. The last time we recorded, I think I was in the thick of coaching everybody through it. Um, it was a really incredible group of women and a lot of ahas around food and how it was making them feel and breaking some bad habits. And, you know, I'm still kind of floating on the high of that, um, preparing to launch a waist shrinker in January. Uh, in the meantime, I'm focusing on my own self-care a little bit. I like to join other people's um, health challenges and things because sometimes the coach needs a coach, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. Always, oh always, always, always. Yes. I think a lot of people don't realize that they think because I know so much about nutrition and wellness and things that I'm just to be, you know, but sometimes you, I need other people to motivate me and not just lead people. So Amen. Um, <laughs> I do follow uh, somebody named Tammy on Instagram. She has um, my keto foodie life because her and her husband own restaurants and, um, but she's all about eating healthy, you know, not just one specific way of eating. So she has this hundred day to get healthy tribe challenge going on. And all it is is four simple things. I committed to 45 minutes of movement of exercise of any kind a day, a hundred ounces of water, sticking to some type of eating plan, whatever that plan is of your choosing. For me, I'm doing um, more like my mini reset mode and then I'll go dairy free when I do the way shrinker. Um, and what was the fourth thing? So it was water, exercise, sticking to a plan. No drinking. No alcohol. How can I forget that one? <laughs> um, and Look at, I remember that one. Cause I saw it. I was like, Ugh. yes, yeah, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So, um, cause I know what happens when you get to that like 60 day mark, you know, and right. I want to do this right before Christmas, right before the holidays, because why not? Because I tell people all the time, like you don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait until after you don't have to wait till January 1st. Right. Um, so just to kind of go into the holidays feeling really good. So I'm doing a lot of, uh, business work and then I'm doing a lot of self-care. So that's how I plan to move into 2021, keeping my sanity in this COVID world. Awesome. Exciting. Um, so we had our, um, nationals, uh, this weekend. So Maddie competed and I have to give a quick shout out. Um, one, thank God for zoom and USAW did an amazing job of making it as real as you possibly could through zoom. And they really, truly did. Um, Maddie did amazing. She amazes me every time. Um, sorry. Um, but yeah, it was a really good moment. It's such a hard thing to do what she did, you know, continue to train, continue to stay in, and you know, it's, it's not easy to be a national level weightlifter, regardless of if you medal or not, it's just literally really hard. So, you know, 2020, you know, brought a lot of challenges for her as a person and, she did awesome. And, you know, getting, having everyone there, seeing her hard work paid off was 
better than traveling. Did I miss being in that atmosphere? Yeah, because I'm a nerd. Like I just soak it all in. You know, I, you know, there's people that have been coaching for years and years and years that I just listen to them, you know, and I just soak it all in and, you know, and just being in that atmosphere is fun. Like it's fun. Um, nerve wracking, but fun, but it was still just as I, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, and they did a really good job. So that was really exciting. And yeah, I'm actually gonna throw my singlet on this weekend and see what, see what I, my body, this body can do. I tested it. Uh, I think I've mentioned that before. Um, I did a 12 week squat program. That's really for like 25 year olds. So you know, my body, <laughs> my body held up pretty good. I did have to visit Jeremy a couple of times. I know I've mentioned him before, but yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty impressed with my body and I'm excited for 2021. I have some really big goals. So it's fun heading, to watch you set goals and strive for them. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Yeah. That's, you do girl. You do I'm, really I'm excited. I'm ready. All right, so I have the honor and pleasure of introducing our guest today, who is Lisa Kara. Um, she is with us on Zoom. Isn't this incredible? Because you are in Canada. Right? I am. And here, uh, uh, Tara's in Arizona. We're in New Jersey. It's just technology. We should just be so grateful for it during this time in particular, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you guys can't, our listeners can't see us, but we're all looking at each other and it just makes the conversation, the connection flow so much better, I think. Um, so Lisa is joining us and I'm so excited to dive in um, and hear more about her story. So Lisa and I first were connected through an online course that we took through Kate Butler. Um, I believe it was called The Deep Dive. Um, it was the first time I was really a part of anything really personal development wise like that with other women really being so open and sharing. I had done online nutrition school and things like that before, but um, it was really interesting to be sharing in that way with strangers, you know, um, and then we moved into being a part of the um, Women Who Inspire book series. I think that you were um, in the book, Women Who... I was in the second one, which was Women Who Inspire. Women who inspire, yes. Awesome. Um, and that is such an excellent community. We were talking about this before we started recording um, because, you know, I've sat back and watched Lisa and then you start to, you get connected on social media and I see what she's doing with concussion work a little bit. I see a little bit of Pilates stuff. I see other things that she's doing, but I can't wait to hear how you actually put your work out into the world and how that all came to be for you. So, so let's start at the beginning, I guess. What's, how is all of the concussion stuff come into play here for you? Sure. And first, I just wanted to say thank you, everyone, for having me on. This is fantastic. It's so wonderful to connect. And as I said before, I just, I love your tagline, the we rise by lifting others. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Because it's just, it's, it's awesome to connect here. Uh, so for myself, I have been a Pilates instructor for 20 years. Absolutely uh, love Pilates and fitness and movement. Got into it because of a back injury. And I've had owned a studio for 14 years and it was 11 years at the time that I'd had a brick and mortar so uh, that kept me very busy with teaching classes and privates um, I'm also a mother of two boys and married so super fantastic husband Nav really supportive really supportive of all my um, entrepreneurial dreams and having that brick and mortar. So that was just uh, an awesome support. And at the 11 year mark, I ended up getting a concussion. 
So I tried for I tried for a good nine months to keep the studio open, and um, I wasn't I really wasn't teaching group classes. Had some other people teaching for me, and um, knew that at some point I was either going to be downsizing or closing. So I wasn't sure if I was just going to be going to a smaller location to kind of support the one-on-one -on -one privates or um, be moving into my house or what I would do. So when I saw that uh, Kate was looking for authors for Women Who Inspire, it was all just absolutely no coincidences. Everything fell into place. Everything meant to be. Um, it was a wonderful career path and pivot and change, as I said, knowing that I was going to probably have to either close or downsize my Pilates studio, um, having that new path of writing a chapter in a book and becoming a best-selling author was a really nice way to <laughs> deal with all the changes <laughs> that, were, that were about to come with uh, the Pilates studio. So I did write the chapter while I uh, was, you know, working through a lot of the post-concussion symptoms, which are, you know, a lot of headaches and uh, cognitive issues and memory issues. And um, I don't think people realize how much a concussion can actually affect you more longer term. It's something I wasn't familiar with at all. I definitely wasn't familiar with it at all. And, you know, even having clients before that, I, you know, people would say, oh, I'm struggling to get these things done in a day and you really can't wrap your head around um, those cognitive changes, right? When you're fine and you're going along and <clears throat> you're able to do a simple thing like take a recipe and read it and follow those instructions and suddenly the next week you're not able to cognitively do that. It's, um, it's it can be very shocking and very challenging and very depressing at times, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, like my, my studio, my brick and mortar, it definitely was my first baby. It, you know, I had that before I met my husband, before I had kids. Uh, running the studio was, it brought me so much joy, you know, just being able to um, have that in the community and get to know so many different women and families and mothers and daughters and uh, friends and it was uh, and just to be to be able to see people you know whether you're going through chronic pain and you finally found ways to move your body um, whether you're you know maybe you're taking a lot of tension during your day job and you're having a lot of neck and shoulder but then you're finally able to realize that making, you know, postural changes can really help decrease that pain, decrease that tension. Um, it's really empowering, right, to be able to fix those things in your body and make those tiny improvements. Um, so it was a really fun way to just guide others and, you know, the whole living out your passions. It certainly doesn't feel like work, right? Um, so yeah, so the, the book definitely just brought me on that trajectory of, um, well, I was a kind of say it really saved my mental health because as I say, said, you know, that Pilates studio was my first baby. So knowing that I was going to either downsize or close it, I knew I was going to be up against some grief, right? Um, any change and, and, and that too, you know, heading into March this year with everyone having to having uh going through closures and shutdowns and just so many different changes um it kind of gave me a lot of ammunition for how to deal with uh a, yet again another studio closure right and for you know for you amy with the gym and mm -hmm. that pivot and 
Um, so yeah, so that, uh, doing the book just really opened up a lot of other doors, um, with doing some guest speaking on the topic of how to be productive and positive through post-concussion. So, you know, so much of it is just being able to learn those mindset things and learn ways that we can be positive, that we can, there is a lot of pacing and cognitive things that you do have to deal with, with the concussion, but being able to pace it in such a way that you can do what feels easy and feels light and gives you that enjoyment, right? So that you're, you're a bit more motivated to really plan out your pacing and plan out, okay, if I want to go to that party or that function on the weekend, what do I have to, where do I have to pace and plan to make that possible? Wow. So then again, if you haven't been through it, it's not something that you, you can't even get your head around that fatigue. Mm-hmm. Amy, have you ever had a concussion? Yeah, I've had a couple. Sarah, have you? Because you guys were more athletic than me. Not that I'm aware of, but I mean, as I'm listening to you talk, Lisa, I mean, I sometimes would think that it's a possibility that I did being in any of the car accidents that I probably had or, you know, just being and doing silly things that I've done. Um, if you don't mind me asking, would you share with us how you got a concussion, how this happened? Sure. Yeah. So it was definitely um, a cartoon injury, I say. So I went in busy entrepreneur, busy, busy, busy. Um, again, had the studio at that time, had a little bit of a day off. So I popped into my garage to grab a broom to broom off some leaves. Didn't even see that heavy flat rake was leaning against the wall. And I stepped on it with all my weight. So that's what it was just like that cartoon injury of <laughs> I stepped on a rake. Wow. You had to see stars. Oh yeah, in the head like a bat, like fully cracked. Like (sighs) it was, yeah. And of course, me, you know, being self-employed and being that busy go-getter that's not used to stopping. When you don't have someone above you saying, "No, you actually have to stop. You have to take." right? It's, it's a completely <laughs> different world. And yep. the fact that it happened, you know, at my house, it wasn't a car accident, it wasn't WSIB, it wasn't. So again, there was no one kind of leading me back to this is where we're trying to get you to. Are you succeeding? What supports do you, you know, it was my husband and I maneuvering through it. And, uh, and me still being very stubborn and very like, but I have a studio, like I have these people that I am accountable to, like I just, so there's, yeah, so there's a lot of, um, a lot of different. And it really could be metaphorical too. I mean, like you literally, like you said, you know, you, here you are, you have this brick and mortar and, and, you know, you're, you're, you're chugging along, chugging along, but there was other plans for you. And it literally hit you in the head and said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pivot here. You might not like it. It, It's going to hurt like physically, mentally, emotionally, but it's going to, in the long run, you're going to be doing what you should be doing, what your purpose 100%. Is. And I mentioned yeah. that in my chapter that I wrote about in Women Who Inspire, uh, which is called Lessons from the Core, because being a Pilates instructor, mm-hmm. core, um, and just, again, all of the amazing lessons I was able to get throughout all of those years of owning that brick and mortar, like just what a gift. Mm-hmm. So you had to pivot because now you couldn't, after you, after you had your injury. Yes. And yeah. So I, and I, but yeah. So, leader, so yeah. what had happened with me? So after stepping on the rake and just, you know, still being very persistent and still trying to do things, I did see a vision therapist for about a year and a half. And it was just a problem that with the periphery. So mm-hmm. it, 
nervous system uh, deciphering through yep. what's in your periphery and what's in your focal. So that what was kind of got jarred up. So that's why being in a big open room, being in a big open space where there's a lot of legs and arms moving around, that wasn't going down for me. Privates were fine. Teaching one-on-one was fine. Uh, but having too much movement in the periphery was was very disturbing. And then you would just feel like you had been drinking, you'd get the headaches, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to physically spit your words out properly. And yep. again, you're going along fine. You know, you know what life is, what your base point in. And then when you suddenly can't spit those words out, remember the conversation you just had with your husband last night, you know, on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot to go through. So as I said, you know, having that book and having that way to pivot was such a mental health saving, uh, sanity saving. And again, like learning, using all of the foundational kind of personal development things that I had already known from having to run a studio that just helped me with the healing process because it always stuck in my mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. This didn't happen to me. It happened for me again, wrote about that in the chapter and holding on to that belief from the very beginning was definitely what got me through it because I didn't get through it and I'm not here, you know, for no reason. I think we all wake up every day with that gift of you woke up for a reason. Like, you know, we're not God woke you up for a reason. We all have purpose. Um, And I didn't, you know, go through having to close my business and all the things that came along with that um, for no, for no benefit to come out of that. Right. So then after the book, as I said, there are some speaking engagements about going along with the, how to be productive and positive through post-concussion um, where I would have to read every single thing. There was no remembering to deliver an awesome speech, right? And then therefore, as a business owner, you know, you're not fully sharing the ish out of all of the stuff you show up for because it's very, um, there's that, I don't think shame is the right word, but there's that uh, when you're hard on yourself and you're used to delivering and being this member of the community that's there for people, right? When you mm-hmm. feel like you can't show up in the same way, you can't spit your words out, you're not able to follow directions properly. Uh, you might look drunk when you really have not been drinking, right? It's, um, it just, you, you do show up differently. So there's that whole element of, you know, working through confidence and working through like making sure your support system is there and, You know, it's so true what they say that you are the five people you hang around and being around people Mm -hmm. that will be your cheerleaders and support you and get it. How do you help people with concussion? Do you have a program that people do with you? Do you coach people through post-concussion? I have a a couple different ways. So I have one uh, signature program that's called Healthy Brain and Optimal Posture. It's an online four-week program. So there's Pilates and meditation and mindset and posture, uh, things like that. All the things that, again, just got me to that, how can I be productive and positive? And that's going to look different for everyone, whether you're trying to get back to full-time work, part-time work, uh, just running your all the things in your home with being a parent, um, whether it's, you know, you're trying to get back to high level athletics. So everyone's different for, for what, you know, they're, they're getting back to. Um, and then I have another program called Breathe Into Calm. So if, if people aren't ready to get back into full Pilates uh, and they're looking more for that 
breathing exercises, visualization, posture. Again, um, posture can really like exacerbate things if you take a lot of tension in your neck and shoulders. Uh, just learning how to ease that posture and oh everyone sits up a little bit taller as we say the word posture yeah. right <laughs> we can't help but record too as you're talking <laughs> And then I'm talking over every time she says it, I like shake. Yeah, core. <laughs> and then I do have a free training that is called uh, Gratitude Goals Pilates and Posture. So again, I just it's so important to focus on the whole saying of what we focus on grows. So focusing on the gratitude, focusing on our goals. So whether that's because you've had post concussion and you're going through those goals there, or just you know in life general. Uh, and how important it is to get that movement into your day. So whether it's just adding a bit of movement to get the, keep your joints mobile or high level athletics, right? It's so imperative to mm-hmm. use it for stress relief, endorphins, confidence. Yeah. Ask you, somebody has come, comes to you and says, you know, I'm not really sure if I had a concussion or not, or you know, if even a light hit or whatever, but I feel the symptoms. Are you able to know if they have had something, a concussion in the past before or help them kind of just, you know, know where they're at in their head and going through the process of the things that are showing up or, or I should say not showing up for them that they're struggling with? Are you able to help? I, I would definitely recommend that they see their physician and okay. go through the physician and start there always. Uh, but there's definitely like telltale concussion symptoms and that kind of thing. So various websites and brain injury information places, uh, you could get that. You might want to get more specific and see like a physiotherapist that treats, you know, if you're just newly getting diagnosed and that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> so that's what I would say for sure, like seek out that medical attention and get get all your bases covered there. But then, as I said, you know, just working with the breath when it comes to dealing with anxiety, dealing with different stress release techniques, dealing with um, how to pace and how to plan out things, because unfortunately it is, and again, I get it, like you're, when you're, when you haven't had one in your, you don't understand this whole brain, battery, energy. I don't understand why can't you clean your bathroom and your kitchen and your this Mm -hmm. and your that and then go out to dinner and then do this, that, the other, right? It's complete foreign concept. So, and we can be very hard on ourselves. Perhaps if I had accepted where I was a little bit earlier, you know, maybe things would have gone a little bit different instead of trying to be so go, go, go. Like I still have to, you know, um, and again, too, like I had a lot of support with a very supportive husband. And as I mentioned before, it not being, um, I find a lot of in the community for people that have had a brain injury or a concussion, if you are as well dealing with insurance companies or a boss that doesn't understand why you're having trouble being on the computer for three hours, Uh but then you could go to that dinner party last weekend, right? So if there's that judgment on your capabilities, if there's judgment on, oh, well, maybe you're using this as an excuse, having that extra layer of tension it, it does not help the healing process, right? Luckily, as I said, I did. I had a very supportive husband and I did not have that added stress, but I see how that can really affect um, 
again, like, we, you know, for those of us that were at the Kate Butler's visual um, experience live, like we witnessed that feeling of being in a room and being bombarded with people's positive thoughts about us, right? Being bombarded with someone's negative judgmental thoughts. It's night and day what that does for your energy and how you show up and how, right? Mm -hmm. So um, just having people on your side that can be very supportive and again, not to let you wallow in your misery and complain all the time, no, but um, just having the support of people that aren't going to judge you and um, are going to be compassionate and cheer for those small wins because it is a lot of two steps forward, one step back. And Yeah, yeah. it's reminding me of the stigma of mental health and autoimmune disorders because but I had, it I had surgery on my elbow. Mm -hmm. I was in a sling. I had stitches. You could clearly see that I could not work. I could not perform tasks at home. Do you know what I mean? But I have an autoimmune condition. And when I would have flare-ups, I would feel like I had the flu and I wouldn't have energy and I would have mental fatigue, et cetera. But you can't physically see that. Like when someone's depressed or having anxiety, you can't physically see it. The concussion is kind of reminding me of the same thing. And there's that stigma of why aren't you functioning? Mm -hmm. Like we do that to ourselves. I mean, I'm still like, I'm a, I say I'm a recovering perfectionist, but I think it's a constant recovery process. <laughs> um, yep. So if we're not hard enough on ourselves already, it's just yeah. it's what you're saying. And then if you have a boss who isn't understanding or a spouse who isn't understanding or, you know, just facing that judgment of other people. Yeah. I think for me, my short-term memory was really bad. So I would actually not talk to people or I'd have to tell them up front, Hey, listen, you know, I'm kind of coming back from a concussion. I might forget what we're talking about. And I might have to ask you because it was that, you know, like I had, you know, exasperated the symptoms because I didn't know I had one until I, I had to call the doctor and was like, just like, Oh, you have a really bad concussion. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, you, you, I withdrew because it was embarrassing because I would literally be talking and then I'd look at someone and have no idea what we were talking about. None. Because it never got into my long-term memory. And, and it was really, it took for that to come back. I mean, still sometimes, I mean, but yeah, yeah. so it, it, it can cause a lot of things, you know. Um, I, I would say depression too was really big with that, you know. And it's an invisible injury. It's an sure. Invisible yeah, injury. it is an invisible injury. And as I've said mm -hmm. before, you know, we if someone, as you said, with your elbow injury, you know, if you had a broken leg and you were on crutches, you wouldn't tell that person throw your crutches away and run like yeah. complaining, <laughs> give her like it just. But that's yeah, the whole invisible illness. It doesn't make sense, you mm -hmm. know. Um, if people haven't been there before and they just don't have that empathetic um, nature, it's, yeah, it's very, something yep. very odd to wrap your head around. And yeah, I mean, the stories of, yes, not remembering and yeah. you, you can look back and laugh at the things now, but in the moment right. it's very confusing or as I said, to feel your face trying to get the word out, but you, mm -hmm. ju you just like the word just won't come so it's uh yeah it's very aside from as I said I, I would I never was the type of person to get headaches or migraines I was never the type of person to lay down and like nap um so but but, but luckily I'm I would say I'm like 95% better now that's um, awesome headaches. I only say 95 because of yes that's still that memory um mm -hmm. 
but now I can, yeah, be in a room with however many people I can socialize. I can read the recipe and cook it. I don't have the sound sensitivity or. Yeah. So, so after, oh yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to ask. So how long ago did the injury actually happen? Yeah. So it was, that was October, 2016. Okay. It was really bad for a good just under two years. It was till like the summer of 2018. And it was a neurologist that had said, you know, I think he made a lot of craft, a lot of book, book jokes, sorry. Mm -hmm. As in like, oh, your chapter's not over and all the, all these things. And um, he just said, you know, I just really think it's just all going to kind of come back on like a dimmer switch for you. And then good advice at the time. It was right you know, and then, uh, as I said, yeah, just through a wide variety of, you know, breath work and posture and focusing on all the, all the good foundational personal development. I think people understand there are therapies like that. That's why I was really so curious for you to explain all of that to us. Sure. I just think that, you know, if I had a child who got a concussion, I would just have them rest and that would be it. I don't think that people understand that there are more proactive things that they can do, you know? Mm-hmm. There so, are. And even, you know, when it comes to a child, like taking it out to that other layer of um, that you do have to hone in and protect your energy and you can't worry about other people's judgments and you have to, you know, you might have to, if a a concussion does happen those first few days that week, I'm sorry, you will have to ditch your meetings and you will have to be with them and cancel some things and take some things off your plate so you can make sure their brain is really resting and you're being their advocate and um, yeah, it's imperative. So how long after did, did you actually end up closing your brick and mortar and then move into the online uh, entrepreneur atmosphere? So I kept, so it happened in October. I kept the studio open for nine months and then wow. I, with having other people teach it, the, the, yeah, the deepest, probably lowest point of depression I've ever been in was knowing that like that that was coming um and um because as I said it's my first baby right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um all the blood sweat and tears we put in and then after I uh had done a couple of the big speaking engagements um I then made the course called healthy brain and optimal posture so brought that course online uh a tv engagement that I had been on my colleague Karen and Monet from Opticom, we started a YouTube channel called Concussions Anonymous. So that's free resources out there. So again, that another uh, offering online. And um, yeah, so it's been at my home. I was do like seeing clients out of my home once I did move it here. Uh, since March of uh, <laughs> this past year, I have not, I don't see clients in my home. So I do, I do see clients via Zoom. And then as I said, my Breathe Into Calm program, Healthy Brain and Optimal Posture. Some programs are run live, some are self-study. So all that is on my website at imbalancepilates.ca. Perfect. That, that'll that actually be in the show notes too. So people can yeah. so find you that way. What does your Pilates business look like today? I'm just curious how that 
how you shift with that. Do you one-on-one -on -one train someone just on Zoom so they on Zoom? Yes, so they don't uh, come to the studio at this point. I'm in Canada, so we've had different like degrees of what's been going on with regulations and stuff. Um, but we're all home. Uh, my family's all home. My husband started working from home. We decided to keep the kids home for online school, so it's just not. We're just yeah, life is different now, and we're having a blast with it. Like again, totally looking on this. What else can you do but look at something at this didn't happen to me, it happened for me? Yep, right? Yeah. Why sit here wallowing in what we have lost? What have we gained? And as you said before, with you know, you've taken this opportunity to learn and learn from other coaches and learn from other people, and it's so true. Like, you always have to stop and think, who is pouring into me? Right? Who, you know, like, stop and just like really. We're, you know, because we're so good at pouring into other people, and, but it's really, you know, what do we need? What, what are our goals? What are we lacking? What do we need to keep doing? What do we need to stop doing? Okay, where do we need if something's not getting achieved? Um, what type of supports do we need to ask for? Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think too, shedding, shedding some skin. And we talked about this early on when we had no idea what the rest of the, the year was going to have for us. Right. But we talked about, you know, coming on the other side and shedding some skin. And I think as a collective, you know, things are lighter. There are some, and we have to take a moment to understand that there are some people that, you know, aren't as blessed as us and, you know, are struggling and, you know, you know, when they come out of it and, and they will. And, and I think as humanity as a whole, we all want to help each other, right? Are there a few people that don't? Yes. But in the long run, I think you'll see us rise up and yeah. And with, as I said before, you know, with coming through different things that you know how your mental health has survived, whether it's mm -hmm. been hanging on by a thread or right, it's like taking that stuff of, okay, where have I been in this situation before and how can I do better than last time? How can yep. I get through it better? Um, it, yeah, it makes a huge difference. And as I say, gratitude, like it's so, it's all these cliche things, but it's so like foundational, just taking that time to really think of what we're grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of books and the way we all came together, I'm actually have another have a book coming out or I'm a part of a book that's coming out. It's a community gratitude project. And so um, I'm in an entry for June. So it's just, it's so fun to be able to go on new paths and as they say pivot and you know do new things and yeah. be immersed in that community of just being focused on goals and purpose and how can we serve others and yeah for sure um all right so lisa how can our listeners um i you did mention your website i'd like you to maybe repeat that for me and then if you have some social media that they could follow you on that'd be great too Sure. Yes. As I said, so they can definitely go to my website, which is inbalancepilates.ca. And I do have that free training, as I mentioned, gratitude, growth, Pilates and posture. So there's a video and PDF training they can grab there. That's awesome. And, and thanks. And then on uh, LinkedIn and Instagram, it's at Lisa Kara my name okay. and then I as well have a Facebook group if you're hanging out on Facebook which is called Inbalance Pilates Community so love to have any of your listeners uh, visit over there as well perfect I will put all of those into the show notes and they can find us that way okay I am up with the um, do good story 
So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm obsessed with animals. I probably every one of my do good stories in the last like six months had to do with animals. And so does this one. Um, I, <laughs> so the title of the story is world's loneliest elephant makes a first friend at a new sanctuary. Kavan spelled C-A-A-V-A-N. The world's loneliest elephant was recently moved from Margahar Zoo in Pakistan the Cambodia Wildlife Sanctuary in Siem Reap, Cambodia. After being alone in an enclosure for eight years, eight years he was all by himself. And see, elephants are, they, they feel like we feel. Um, they have emotion. Um, they've been known, they're very social. Um, they've been known to cry um, when they're happy and they've been known to cry when they're sad. And he made his first friend after eight years. Um, actually, Cher found out about this and she co-funded a nonprofit called Free the Wild. And she worked with them to have a friend flown in. So, um, and what happened was he extended a tentative trunk to the elephant residing near his current enclosure. While they're waiting for him to get comfortable, so he's still by himself, um, but that elephant comes by and they hold trunks. <laughs> um, once they, he gets more comfortable with her, they're gonna get to have their own enclosure and then they'll introduce him to other elephants and he'll make friends. And I think that is, the sweetest story. Mm-hmm. Eight years all by himself. I saw Cher was raising money to have a move that was like over two hundred thousand dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. Have him moved. <laughs> That's a feel good story for sure. It is. I know. So he found a friend after eight years being alone. All right, let's go around and say what we're grateful for today. Wants to go first. Uh, I can. Um, I never actually go first, so it's the first. So um, I was listening to our pastor's message this Sunday, and um, something he said kind of struck me as like, wow, okay. Uh, He talked about being a visionary, um, and Penelope, it's funny, you mentioned earlier um, about me having the idea for the podcast, and I just want to give a quick shout out to my inner circle, which is Mark, you two, Penelope and Tara, and Mike, because I come to you guys with crazy ideas. And you guys don't laugh at me. You don't tell me I'm, it's not going to happen. You might be like, I'm not doing it. I but not because, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But you guys always, always, always in the end support my crazy visions. Um, I'll throw the craziest things at Mike. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And I'm like, okay. And of course, Mark, my husband, he just comes along and he's like, let's, all right. He doesn't even think twice. He's like, let's do it. And I'm so grateful that I have you guys in my life. To, to keep me going on this crazy train and, and, you know, and really supporting me and whatever it is crazy thing I come up with next. So I, I really, truly appreciate having you guys. And I think Lisa, you mentioned, you know, the five people around you and it's, it's just all coming, you know, it's all out there screaming for me to be, you know, grateful for that. And I, I am truly, truly grateful. Everybody needs excited to see what's next. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you kind of put the vision out there and then you're very good at that and you hold visions for people, mm-hmm. you know, which, which, makes you want to rise up to a higher standard. When someone is saying to you, I know you have the potential for this, or I want us to, to achieve this, you have to kind of come up to meet that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's awesome to have someone like you in our lives. So I'll see that I'm grateful for you today, Amy. Um, for your friendship, our families are very close, um, you know, outside of our business association together, but you are definitely that um, soft place for me, that safe place, and you hold the vision for higher things and I love having that energy around me so oh thank you oh I love it always so grateful for all of you and everybody that we have here um I'll have to give a little bit of a shout out to my husband today which I know I have in the past 
Um, I know this move has not been easy for him and this move ha is for him, for his, his work. He is um, only, and I hope I don't get emotional on this, we are counting down 22 days left until he leaves for the academy for six months and they are not allowing him to come home. Um, but I am grateful for his strength, his courage, um, holding this family together, you know, making this move and really going after what he wants, knowing that there's so much that there's, you know, there's what ifs behind, you know, but to see just his strength and, you know, just having his love and having him home these past few months is crazy. Thank God I love and like my husband and yeah. she's like my <laughs> best friend because it's going to be hard to not have him here for that long. I don't know what I'm going to do. So you're gonna call us. Really yes, yes, exactly. I need somebody here to help with the kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good with it, you know. I mean, God truly knows, and He's putting the right people in your life, especially to grow a family and to have that companion. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lisa, would you like to share with everyone? Definitely. Um, yeah, super grateful to just be here in your presence and especially just hearing the things that you're grateful for and just how much you guys value uh, each other. And as I said, like cheering for each other and, and being able to deliver those big, crazy goals and have people to support them like that is such a gift, you know, to be able to mm -hmm. share and get that um, that back from people is absolutely amazing. So I'm grateful to be here, uh, hanging out with you ladies and grateful for my family. I'm, I'm, as we said, I'm definitely grateful for this extra time that we've all had together and grateful for my husband that supports all my business ideas and, <laughs> and all that stuff. So yeah, super grateful for family and just being here with you ladies today. Yeah, I think something too, I read your story. So, and something that really struck me as, as poignant, I mean, it really might've been a small detail, but it might not. Um, you talk about being able to kiss your kids goodnight now. So I think that's really something that, you know, for you, cause I know from the fact that, you know, I work pretty much every night, um, here and there, I do have nights off, um, but being home and being able to, uh, kiss your kids goodnight. So yes, you know, you, you did suffer an injury and you did have to close your, your brick and mortar, but now, now you get to kiss your kids goodnight every night. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Thank you thank so much. You. Yeah. Thank you yep. for being on here. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you would like to stay in contact with us, you can find us on our Instagram page at Inspired Purpose Coaching, or you can find us on Facebook at Inspired Purpose Coaching as well. Or you can reach out to us via email, inspiredpurposecoaching at gmail.com. And if you like what we've been up to here on the Inspired Purpose Podcast and you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to hit subscribe, uh, give us a five-star review, and any podcast love that you want to give us, um, we appreciate it. Yeah. Let's, Let's rise, rise together. together.